Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Jalen Daniels would like to, but Jalen Carter's got him again. Did you see that at the end of the play? Yes, lifted him yes. up with one hand. One hand. My, oh my. I'll tell you, I think he's the best non-quarterback draftable player. But look at him fight through two people. And then watch this. Lift him up. With one hand. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's like, I'm going to be the number one draft pick right there. Well, he might have been if he hadn't gotten in trouble for lying to the police about his involvement in a street race that resulted in death. So we're waiting to see how that all shakes out. We were speculating that the money for Mike McGlinchey had to be pretty wild for the Bears to drop out of the bidding. Especially the guaranteed money. The Broncos gave Mike McGlinchey five years Eighty-seven point five million with over fifty million guaranteed. Yep, that's according to Ian Rappaport. That's that's Mike was talking to me during the break, and he's like, "Why do you think it broke down? Like, it had to have been guaranteed money." Yeah, no, had thank you. That that fine, and and that means Orlando Brown is is completely out of range. Maybe I don't know about that, Dan, because I. I think he's the better player at the more important position. So if you're going to jump for that, for an offensive lineman, you more likely jump for Orlando Brown Jr. than you would for Mike McGlinchey. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I, that's a, you, you determine he's a premium player worth premium money. Right. At 27. But damn, 50 million Come on. for a right tackle. Jeez. That's big time. I mean, I know that's I, I, I don't these these players today are making too much money. It just seems like a lot. That hey, that strikes if, me as a lot. Well, look, if you're Denver, you've got a lot of things that you've got to fix, and and you're hoping that you can fix the quarterback position by upgrading that offensive line. So I I get it. You know, you, you gave Sean Payton's in there now. He's got a different perspective on on how to build a team. They've got to figure out a way to make this 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 rust thing happen at least for the next two seasons before they can finally get some relief from that contract. So you go and you go and invest. You may you got a little sunk cost going on at quarterback. You go and invest in protecting that quarterback and hoping that the new coach and an offensive line is going to get him where he needs to be. Now, if you say that Jalen Carter is there at nine. I'm going to have a very, very difficult time not taking him. So this is my question about this. If does drafting a player at one or even four carry a weight and a responsibility that drafting the same player at nine does not? Like if you have, if you're thinking, if you have a, you're saying, look, I'm I'm not comfortable with drafting him number one. Is it okay then to draft that same player 
that you had discomfort about because of their availability or what their involvement may have been in in this accident that ended up meaning the the, the lives of two people um would nine be okay for you to forget about that because of the value in a perfect world the answer to that is of course not but that's not the world we live in that of course it matters of course the that the inherent risk of that matters and if you see someone on your board get there and you know that there is absolute special special there you obviously trust your interviews and apparently the right. bears are supposed to be and I don't know what is being said behind closed doors I don't know what they know about the facts of what happened and and what's being accused and alleged and what the police have said and what they haven't said I don't know I just know that he's he's really good yep and if he's like I say I it, it's it's cynical and it's it might be awful but I'd have a real tough time not taking him at nine. I mean, it, it's it's a one of those things where I don't know if I see him getting to nine, but he's if we're just talking tape alone, I think he's the best player in the draft. And there are some questions, and there are some legitimate football questions about Jalen Carter. When you looked at him in the college football playoffs in the semifinal. He didn't play as well as he did in the final, and he said it was because he wasn't in great shape. So he spent the the time between working on his cardiovascular, and we saw a better version of him, though I don't think it would have mattered in the final because of how dominant Georgia was overall. I, I was just kind of playing around with this. Like when I was flying back yesterday, one of the things I, I wrote down was, what do you do about Jalen Carter? And is it easier to forgive a team – for drafting that pl- is so so I guess what what the conclusion that we we come to is if the bears get value that value offsets their values I think that is one way of putting it yes or or it makes us redefine what their values are they can say what they want about character, 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 but it's and, and we and we don't know how they even feel about that. Like it, it's possible that they don't give a damn. And if he's there, they're gonna pick him, and they're gonna be like, "Look, players like this don't come along very often." Not only is he a great player, he's a great player at a position of need for for us. So we're gonna do it. Not just a, 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 a position of need for them and specifically a, a force multiplier in the defense that they play. Yep. Like, this is scheme specific. Like, it is the, the nexus of a great player who plays a position specific to your defense. And you got to have it or else your defense doesn't work. And we're going to have all kinds of talks about this philosophical balance of risk and reward, not just with somebody who is as potentially defining as Jalen Carter in a lot of ways, but overall, for this draft, looking at all these picks now, if you're polls and you start making some of these free agent splashes, are you going high floor this year, knowing you got a bunch of picks next year, mm-hmm. are you going? Are you taking big swings on potential stars? How do you how do you balance that? And, and how do you look at your board and say, 
I might miss on this guy, but the chance of a hit is just too good. You know what? This is really what we're paying him for to make these tough calls now. On, I'm going to make sure at a minimum that this horde of picks raises our level of play. On the one hand, or somebody could say, now I've got all of this house money I can play with, and and I'm going to take big spins of the big boy wheel on all of them now. And I don't think it's a right or wrong answer. A a texter says, this is a really weird, like this feels like someone who has just been bombarded with football and team speak their whole life. In the case of the Bears, now that they've flipped the number one pick for a profit, I'd be willing to see them take a chance on Carter. I think we have the leadership in-house to help grow him as a young man. What leadership are you talking about? How you say? Who? Who who, who, who are you talking about? Who in that Bears locker room are you talking about? On the defensive side. Who? Give me a name. I don't know. What I mean, who, who, are, who are the leaders on the defense? Jack Sanborn. He would, he would be one of the leaders <laughs> yeah. of the defense. Right? He's going to help He's gonna help him no, grow. No, I'm saying Jalen Carter. Yeah. Like, as, as soon as they draft him, he would be one of the leaders on defense. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to be probably the highest paid person on defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could be wrong about this. You could ask Dan Weeder about this at one, but if my if I do recall this correctly, I remember hearing reports uh, from the Bears beat of Eddie Jackson taking more of a leadership role this season. And I don't know if I'm I'm misremembering. You don't even that. know if Eddie Jackson's gonna be on the team. Yeah, you're I mean, I that. think he I think he is, but we don't know if that's gonna be the case. I mean, come on. I try. Just say just here's my thing. Just say that you want him. Just say he's good. You like him, and and you're willing to take the risk. Not we've. Got, th- this we, isn't like we have leadership that can yeah. keep line. Like, Come don't. on, who's Come we on. and no, you don't. Come on, that's the, yeah, what that's, are we doing? That's over football brained, is what that is.